This is NRL Boom Rookies. Hello, everyone, and welcome to another episode of Boom Rookies. I'm Matt Bungard, and alongside me, as always, Mitch Doyle. Hello. Good day, everybody. All right, we are back. It is time for some of your questions, uh, but we've got a couple of other things to get to first. Mitchell, first of all, Coltrane Cup. Uh, for new listeners to the show, that's our weekly tipping competition where you pick one match per week. Uh, I picked the Penrith Panthers last week, and they won comfortably. So Very did I. Uh, and I'm going to do a similarly cowardly tip this week. Uh, I think there's no need to overthink this one. It's Easter Monday. Parramatta are going to win by 50 points. I will take the Eels. Yeah, it's one of those ones. I'm trying to again. We try to find those away tips. We really do. But then you look at those, and it's like, well, I could get the away tip, or I could get them winning by forty. You know, and I, I've only scraped through. I'm four and four and one, and I've scraped through some of those real scrape to get to four and one. So I think I'm going to have to do the same, which is which is very boring. But you look through the rest of them, and I'm not picking. I've already picked Penrith twice. Can't pick them, and. I was like, maybe the Dragons to get the Dragons out of the way. Nah. And I'm still not fully confident in the Roosters. Like I should be. So, yeah, I think it's the same one for me, mate. I think it's... uh, Oh, oh, yeah. Also, Cowboys at Raiders is tempting Thursday night. Someone had the balls to do that. I haven't got the balls to do that. I am taking the Eels as well. Easy work. All right. Rookie takes... um... Uh, who, what did win last week? Let me check real quick. Um, but uh, some good ones this week. Obviously, we had some disappointing on-field stuff that's stoked the fires of discourse. But um, what did win last week? Uh, I'll pull it up real quick. This is great podcasting, Matt. Good job. Uh, rookie takes round four. Bang, there it is. Uh, we had uh, the Landys one. That's not exciting. I, sh- I should disqualify that. Mm-hmm. Anyway. All right. This week, we got Scott Sattler who said that David Fita is suddenly one of the Gold Coast's worst players after mm-hmm. the tough loss to Parramatta. Touched on that one in the, in the uh, regular podcast, but Mm-mm. no. No, no. <laughs> no, he, he, um, he is not. He's still one of their best players. Just because you think he's underperforming his salary does not make him one of their worst. I ignored the majority of these, but I'm a sucker for a dumb word like outroar. And this is from Simone Frost in the comments about the Montoya incident saying, looks like it's woke B league. We watch now. That's a good one. Yep. Oh, woke oh, woke league. league. Okay. Yep, that's, we can use that again this year. Uh, this one's awful behind the green door. Unpopular opinion. Tigers are putting in this year and have all games this year bar the Knights. We simply don't have a good side and by my count have nine out today. We're in a losing momentum. Nothing goes your way and bounces magically go to the opposition. I like them losing momentum. Mm, We're in a losing would. momentum. And yes, you know, momentum cannot swing. So the Tigers, it's over. Season's over. Um, can they I, put I, in... I hate for this the expression half. in sport. Oh, they have... They, they try hard. They have a go. It's like, yeah, Every team tries hard. They're all trying hard. They're all putting in. All teams are putting in. Save a couple of lazy players on each team. But that's... Mm-hmm. And I don't think they are putting in, by the way. I think no, they're they actively but... trying to get their coach fired. So... Yeah, I also think they're putting that much. But most weeks, you say, mate, most weeks, most teams are putting in. What? You don't think Panthers players are putting in? That's too easy for them. Ah, okay. Great. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Eric Growth Jr., but generally, I reckon, one thing they say generally yeah. only bad teams are they're trying really hard. No, that is true. Um, Eric Groth Jr., I reckon this bloke, it's a picture of the security guard tackling the chick. I reckon this bloke didn't have to do this. He'll claim it could have been a ter- terrorist threat, but deep down, I reckon he wanted the attention that comes with whacking a streaker on national TV. She could have dis- been disarmed with less force. Her fault, but way too hard. Again, takes on this stuff, mate. I could have a contrary take, but what's what's the point? None of us have any fucking clue about what they're supposed to do in the situation. I don't know. I thought I just thought it was funny. So did I. It is funny. It was just funny. It's like, oh, she's gonna, he's gonna claim she, he, he's gonna claim terrorism. It's like, well, there's yeah. kind of like a million warnings around the field, and also like he got she got kind of close to players, but I don't like. Do we need a take on everything? We really don't. Are you gonna run on the field and tackle Tessie New for terrorism? <laughs> I could try, mate. It can't be terrorist, mate. He's got no idea about bombs. 
Mm. <laughs> yeah, got no clue. Uh, that was a twofer. All right, last yeah. one. Tim Gore, one replay and one angle. All the bunker required to overturn that no try. Whereas we saw the Valame replays go for ages and check all possible angles. Some pigs are more equal. Hashtag confirmation bias. Out of all the uh, ways to find your club has been ripped off, that's not one of them. It's not. <laughs> more replays. And we agree. We agree, by the way. We agree that, like, we agree that big teams get calls. They just do. Like, that's in every sport ever. Teams like the Storm and, and Unconscious the get bias. calls that the Tigers don't get. We know that. Both but, of our teams have been good and bad. I've been on yes. both sides of that. But the bunker, right? The reason you also don't see all the angles, like, when you see on TV, you see one angle and they're near a sideline and you go, oh, geez, I don't know if he's on the sideline. And you hear the bunker go, go, yeah, he's out. They've already looked at the other angle and they've seen that yeah. he's over the sideline. They're not guessing. Hmm. Um, don't you remember like remember when they first launched a bunker and it was I don't know they had all four angles on one screen people couldn't handle it is that what happened don't you remember it was like all four or one screen split but it's also not great broadcasting if you're not if you're not close you haven't got a big TV you're not close but you can't really see why should we have to cater to those with small televisions great question thank you uh, but yeah anyway the amount uh, of looks at something is not the general confirmation but like the bias of like but yeah, good teams get calls in every sport. Always have, always will. Bad teams yeah, get, which get the other we do. Stick. We do acknowledge that. Anyway, good good week of rookie takes. If you want to do that, Wait. if you want to be a part of it. Okay, what? not to credit Andrew Bogut. Yes. It's hard thing to do, but he had a great quote the other, other day about like when oh, he was yeah, the Warriors. Yeah, he did. He when did. the Warriors would like when the Warriors were the Warriors, when they were playing the Cavs and Finals, whatever, but that whole team, and I used to hate my team playing them, and no one would listen when you bitch about the moving screens and garbage. But then Bogut comes out and says, "Oh yeah, mate. When the when like Clay and Steph are hot, I could do fucking anything, and the refs don't care. He's like, I could, I could, you know, shoulder shoulder charge, I could, you know, clothesline someone. They don't care. So, yep. Because <laughs> so, yeah. that that's a good team role. And Draymond then, uh, Green would just tackle people. Yeah. <laughs> and then when shit. he when he got suspended for one game for finally getting caught doing something, they lost their damn minds. It's like, yeah, yeah. You've been kicking guys in the dick for five years, mate. Yep. <laughs> you know." What? What do you yeah. mean I can't do this? <laughs> yeah, you've never called it before, ever. Yeah. Um, yeah. And if you want to nominate your rookie takes, you have to be a part of our Patreon subscriptions. Ever go to patreon.com forward slash rookies. You get uh, some merchandise, access to a Discord server, entry into next year's culture and cut priority, question time, and as I said, rookie takes uh, nominee stuff. Um, and a quick shout out to the people in the top two tiers Chris Adnell, Dave, Rocky and Rafi, Stu, Wayne Ritchie, Anthony Anger, Ben Wallace, Butsy, Cam Beswick, Dan Cullinane, Doc Hogg, an anonymous backer. Frankie, Jace G, James K, Jason, Jez, Joel Wrigley, Joey Gooch, Josh Brandon, Josh Tomanoni, Lachlan Hancock, Leon, lifelong Dolphins fan, Matty Jenkins, Matthew Duggan, Mike Murray, Morgan Watkins, my ding dong is hard and I'm sad, never trendy, party keg, Pete Fulcher, Razor, Reese Brown, Ron Edwards, Roxanne Clark, Schneider Pilled Score, Seymour Bart, Stephen Hickey, Schwarzy, Ty, TV, the black vegetable, the human ice cream, Thor Laycock, Tom Hardy, was. Thank you so much for your support. To everyone in the lower tiers and everyone in distance, thank you as well. Mitchell, before we get to question time, uh, we are looking at doing another meetup for Magic Round this year, as we did last year. It was a big mm. success. We had, you know, a floor of one of the pubs on Caxton Street to ourselves. Uh, we had a great turnout, really, really good. Um, if I was you come really hungover that, that morning. Oh. I was fine. Um, you like, you fine missed after. the first half an hour of the meetup. Yeah, it was just. Yes, it you was were like, sitting uh, there dying yeah. in my living room, and like, Mitch, we have yeah. to go. And you're like, ah. I, I'm, usually, I'm usually all right with hangovers. But that was classic, like, had me out for like a year, forgot yeah. that hangover prep, didn't drink like a sip of water the day before, barely yeah. slept, woke up, and I'm like, oh my Yeah, we God, went from basically move. being in lockdown for a year to going to Magic Round to like immediately being locked down again when we got back to Sydney. It was great. Yeah, but it was like, yeah. It was an oasis in the desert. It really I was. I sat in the corner of the of the meetup, and I'll recover for it later today, but sipping on a cider slowly as it just went down. Yeah. Like, Oh, this is terrible. <laughs> <laughs> um, highlight was also when we saw um, when guest host and friend of the show Neil walked past with like nine broadcast crew and we started waving and, and cheering at Neil and Sam Thiday was with him and thought we were cheering him but we were like mm. no no not you Sam Neil boo Sam boo yeah. Sam no we well all right boo Sam <laughs> you fit in with the AFL crowd with attitudes like that um, but yeah if you want to come this year you know like I mean obviously space is limited it will go to patrons first but um if you do want to just come i mean patreon.com for general rookies we'll have all the details on the website or and or just send us a message if you're not sure if you got any questions about what we did last year any, any stuff like that or if you want to know about logistics and if we don't respond to you it's because we don't want you there yep that's fair <laughs> we're just gonna ghost you that's it we're gonna no rejection so if you get left unseen you know, you know what you did wrong. Hang on, wait. We we really <laughs> set ourselves up to fail here because there's every chance we do accidentally leave someone on scene who will now interpret it as a slice. That's fine. They can do that. <laughs> definitely, okay, I definitely that's their cross to bear. 
I would definitely do it by accident, but I don't care. <laughs> All right, good. And without any further ado, let's get into the questions. Are you serious? Yeah. We're going to hammer me with questions. Okay, question time over on NL.com. Sorry, Patreon.com forward to NLB Rookie. Just start well. <laughs> NL.com forward slash Patreon. God, if you want to guarantee your question is well, answered. I mean, we've kind of been funding NRL.com for a few years. Have we? May as well, well let's claim when that. you think about it. Yeah. Uh, first question. Always a tough one, this type of question, because we don't really know. But Josh Brandon asks us, if you had to replace each of the truly struggling coaches, right? he says, let's say Barrett, Maguire, and Griffin, who would be the best available replacement for each? Uh, I would... I mean, he already turned it down, but Cameron Serraldo seems like the obvious choice for the Tigers' job, in my opinion. But yeah, um, I, the tough thing with with these coaches, we also up. don't know. Like Trent Barrett's exactly. been pretty good as an assistant most of the time. He's been an assistant. And he's been pretty bad as a head coach twice now. So like, I don't. David, uh, David Elliott, um, Matt Elliott was a bad head coach. Mm-hmm. Had a lot of success as assistants. David Ferner was a bad head coach. He's really, a good really assistant. good attacking coach. Really, really good attacking coach. So mm-hmm. I don't know because, like, sometimes, like, it seems like it's working with Fitzgibbon. It seems like Todd Payton, it's not really working that much, but like Fitzgibbon and, and they had, but they had kind of similar levels of hype. I think Jason Riles is going to be the next guy to get like one of those big opportunities, right? Yeah. Uh, like, the other one you mentioned was Cam Serraldo. And for me, and maybe for yourself as well, like, a lot of my, what I think of a coach coming through will be like, and I don't even speak to club guys that much anymore, but I'll be like, someone of the club will, Tell me if we go to a club meeting. Oh yeah, you know, really rate whatever. And this, I like Serraldo just from things I've heard about him in that regard. But really, we haven't got much of an idea. We really don't. Um, and there's guys like Christian Wolf, for example, has been around for a long time, has doing really well at St Helens, but he hasn't really had a challenging gig yet. You know, it's like how do I know if he, like he went. He was at Brisbane as assistant, went through Queensland Cup, had been at the Cowboys well, I think, but had good teams in the Cup, lost in the final to the Walker Brothers Jets team, and then went to Tonga, and all of a sudden all the boys went to Tonga. And that wasn't really his doing. Again, like all the players went there, and then he went to St. Helens. It's hard to actually know he's any good, you know, but he'll probably get an opportunity eventually coming back to Australia because of, you know, he's been around for a long time. And then Jason Rolls, again, around the right people, probably going to get a gig, but I really don't know that answer. And that's the tough part, like, for me, I would the next Brisbane coach. I'm looking at like Serraldo, for example, maybe Rolls, and even maybe Wolf, just because Wolf worked at Brisbane in the past. But I honestly don't know if they'll work out or not. I, I like that more than like when we hired Kevin, uh, hired Kevin said, "Well, Haley said we're punching, pun, uh, pun, uh, sorry, pun, punting Wayne, Kevy. We all knew with Kevy. Yeah, but um, I don't know those guys. I didn't like Barrett for some reason. You know, I didn't think he'd be any good. But uh, Jamie Soward. Oh, God. And, uh, you know, I, I'd heard things about Garth Brand, which is why I didn't rate Garth to be to be a good coach. But, you know, other ones I've heard positive things from exactly to, like Todd Payton, for example, as you said, still don't know. You know, heard good and bad about Adam Bryan. But I wanted Adam Bryan to go well because he fits the type of person I'd like to be able to work their way into being rugby league coaching, which he wasn't really in anybody and he works as an assistant forever. So here we are. Anyway. Next question. Anthony asks, what live score apps do you guys use to keep up to date with the sports you follow? Uh, I use live score. I don't have any score apps. There you go. Uh, you don't have live score? No, I don't need no. them. I don't need score apps. I have a problem. But M- oh. NBA.com is NBA.com. There you go. Because, But I always yeah. know the NBA scores. And pretty much, yeah. Uh, then NRL is NRL app if I have to, if it's not on the TV. And then other ones, like, you know, I only, honestly just use Google. Like if I wanted to go check, you know, basically the NFL score, but like most of these things, the NFL, for example, I know all the scores that play NFL fantasy. I yeah, check that's, the that's true. Like, I don't know what I would go in the past. I would go to live score and check more things. I don't know what to go and check it for anymore. I used to have it. And then I, well, like, I have it for football, which you don't watch anymore. So exactly. It's pretty much it. Right. Like, and I still now I Google EPL like every Monday, get yeah. the ladder, get the results. And then the Google leads like, one again, by the way. Yeah, NRL and, and Liverpool drew a city. It's great. That's a great NRL game. and Google hasn't got enough data in there. But if you Google EPL and Google, most games, those match centers are perfectly fine. You know, easy. I don't need to have 100 apps on my phone. I didn't like the live squad that much. Yeah. Like, yeah. But yeah, I don't use any. So if you're looking for tips, you've come to the wrong person. Well, I just use live score. Mm-hmm. Yeah, okay, next question. Uh, 
Sam Stevens, what other unlikely sporting achievements will occur before Australia's men's team win the FIFA World Cup? I mean, Jeez. all of them. I mean, well, they're never winning it. That we our only remote chance was 2006. It will never happen now. And that was like a one less than one percent chance, right? That was yeah. Yeah, yeah, we're never going to win it. Like I, I know football's one of those games that upsets can happen more often with just how it's played. Well, but... I, I guess it's the if the next Messi is Australian, <laughs> like that's it. Yeah, and the other guys are good as well somehow. Like yeah, I don't know. Nah, uh, I'd say uh, it's hard to make a list because you could just a million unlucky sporting achievements, you know, and, and over that. Yeah, a London-based NFL team will win the Super Bowl before the Australian I like that. The, fi- I the like FIFA that. World Cup. I like that a lot. Yeah, there you go. Uh, I wouldn't want to be like the NFL, though. You know, no. Know. Why would you? <laughs> too boring and makes too much money. Uh, Doc Gowler, what is the most entertaining team to watch? For him, it's Para. Uh, I have to go with the Cronulla Sharks. I think that they are just great. They do. They didn't sound very genuine at all. Um, uh, in all seriousness, this year, um, hmm. this year, Parramatta, Penrith, Cronulla. Apart from, like, I'm not going to say Seattle because they're my team. Um, Storm haven't wowed me this year. They they have a couple of great moments every game, but I just think overall they're they're not as entertaining as they've uh, been in the last. Matt, couple Harry of Grant back Storm in mind. <laughs> yeah, I mean he's still got his. He still gets a couple of like game changing plays every week, which is cool. But um, love Harry Grant. But Same with the Roosters, of- right? At the moment, the Roosters, it's like when Joey Manu does something cool, it's great. The rest of the time, it's kind of... Whatever. They've been really lethargic, man. Like, they really have- lethargic, that team. Like, uh, yeah. I don't know what's going on there. But, uh, yeah, I'm, I'm with you on um, Penrith, Para, and the other one, other one's a Storm. And Titans game's usually all right. Like, they just... They, like, other than that game with the Tigers, because, of course, that was terrible. But every Titans game this year, what, 32, 28, 2018, 24, 22, 8, 6, 20, 26. Mm. Generally all right. Yeah. Uh, Adric, goal kick to save your life. Which player do you want to take it? I'll tell you, I don't want to take it. And that's Adam Reynolds. Um, out of pure spite, I have to say Nathan Cleary. Out of spite, you have to say Nathan Cleary. There you go. Uh, yeah. So actually, it's funny he asked this now, and I haven't got oh, the you numbers got your little in front chart. of me. Yeah. But I've been doing some things at work with... Um, expected points to kick whatever this is not expected points in you know, data stuff but just about people kicking goals in the last 10 minutes of games and i've been looking at if the game was either within two points behind by one or level so either you know you've got a chance to take the lead or level the scores with a kick in the last 10 minutes and it's only back to 2013 and the result being that the most clutch kicker essentially in that time shocked me and it's jared croker because we all know the famous 2010 one, but nobody cares when you've you missed you missed the 2010 one. Nobody cares that you kicked every other like kick under pressure since. Like in that so in that time in since 2013, well, Croak has had 20 shots at goal, either to take the lead or equalize in the last 10 minutes, and he has kicked 18 of them, and six from six on the sideline. And 10 from 12 and what we determined as a hard kick. So either a really long kick or, you know, angled kick. Great at that. Then there's guys like James Maloney who were 10 from 10 in that period. That's, that's pretty good. Yes. But the one I'm actually taking. Uh, so Maloney was like 10 from 10. Asako somehow is 7 from 7, which you just know he did kicked all seven of those and kicked the kick off dead after that. Hmm. The one I'm taking, though, is uh, not a guy who's been accurate through the whole his whole career, but if you could come back, Cam Smith had kicked thirteen or fourteen attempts, but like from both sidelines and also difficult kicks. And that's a guy who doesn't usually hit those kicks, but I'm taking him. We've seen him do it, and you just but I would rather back Cam than over someone like Jared Croker or someone. Yeah, but I don't right. think Nathan Cleary even has like any data in this mix. I don't even think he's even had a, sh- a chance to do that, <laughs> which that's is. Fair. That's a thing, but uh, his his numbers actually come out interesting. The expected point stuff he doesn't come out as that good of a goal kicker, despite him having the best accuracy in the comp. Because like he just kicks heaps of easy ones, <laughs> you know. There we go. He's six from three on those shots. Sorry, six, six from six. three. That's pretty three good. Six, sorry, two hundred percent. Same number as the uh, fraud, Jonathan Thurston. Three from six between them. There wow. you go. Really makes you think. Yeah, but I think it's more like though, like I don't know they. Cleary hasn't been in that spot a lot. 
he hasn't had to kick a, ga- a goal to equalize a game very often or win one. So no. it's Kansas life on the line. Cam's doing it. There we go. Uh, Michael Gregson, given the Penrith fan base, mean Isaiah Yo into the best lock in the world. And Dean, Dylan Edwards is now being talked about like a top five fullback. How long until Mitch Kenny is an origin bolter? <sighs> you like all those things, Bungard? <laughs> yes. Um, only one only one person has the power to meme people into being origin bolters, and that's me, who did it yeah, successfully. Yeah. So, I really want to know, is Mitch Kenny really going to be their starting nine next year? I don't think so. He's playing bench forward stuff now, so I hope not. But I don't know. Okay. I don't know. Uh, Dylan Edwards top five fullback. Gee, I'm not ready for that world. He's well, definitely risen way up the rankings in the last couple, last year. Like mm-hmm. Dane Laurie's th- th- uh, come thudding down. Matt Duffy's embarrassing now. So is Tessie. The Bulldog, the Dragons have Moses Empire at fullback. Nickel Clock Stars calling off the boil. The Titans have Asako at fullback currently. It's like, yeah, he's really close. Latrell's injured. Yeah, he's really yeah. shut up there. <laughs> great. Uh, yeah, great, great, great for dealing. It's good for Penrith fans to, to have that one. You know, I really thought. I'm glad that enough. they have something to hold on to. Yeah, they do. Uh, okay, what, what was the date last week again? Okay, here we, go, here we go. Here we go. Mm. Uh, April 8th we've got it mate there we go anyway Harvey so it's the Jake Clifford era asks if the Knights do sign Anthony Wilf in the coming days who should they drop to make way for him and why is it Caelan Ponga <laughs> Jesus Christ mate all uh, all charges dropped there people can read that story but it was an interesting one that was one of the ones that like I got told that story a few months ago I thought it was like too weird to be real like yeah. oh I'm just getting Anthony Milford's perspective but apparently that's what happened there you go oh well, there you yeah. go that he threw a bin after getting hit by women. Anyway, Mario yep. Siegs, when ScoMo loses and instantly gets his life on Phantom of the Sharks, will they suddenly become a likable team? No. They're already likable. Uh, I also don't think he's going to lose. No, already like... I mean... i this for a like, while. Like, we, but you've already seen now that the, the media are waiting for any... So that doesn't really matter. Like him not knowing the unemployment... He should have an unemployment rate, but also it doesn't really matter. It doesn't. It doesn't. Yeah. Like whatever, you got it wrong, fine. But it's that's not a thing that matters. Like in the election, that's not a policy. It's nothing. The gotchas didn't seem to matter for Scomo for the last five years, but they really matter for Albanese. In like he said, like two things wrong, and the betting odds are just swung, which doesn't mean they're always right either. But it's not great it's, uh, it's upsetting. Uh, this is a good question from Maddie. Like me and you have the answer. Why do kids have to ruin everything? Yeah, great question, Matt. Great question. I mean. I don't know, have the answer for you, but yeah, that's a- so yeah, it. Seems rhetorical. <laughs> it does. It seems like it. It's it's been asked and answered. You know, he knows what mm. he's talking about there. Jez, when are we watching through the MCU? What do you mean? Okay, we- so Jez asked if I wanted to watch the MCU with him. I said yes, thinking it was just no, thinking it was just the films, and then he sent me a spreadsheet which was like all the films plus like every tv show we will never finish it the rate at which marvel pumps out content is faster than the rate we could feasibly watch it all at it's like the before you kill yourself donut machine i will still commit jez to watching every film but that's it just the films they're not great anymore are they like no i couldn't do it i've seen i've seen the ones i've seen but i couldn't keep doing all the rest of it and also the tv shows you're right uh, M, why is the discourse analysis around NLW so weak? How can we in the media powers that be improve it beyond who wanted it more on palatable, palatable compliments that border on degrading about technique? I mean, well, more I think, games. Yeah. I, like, I think I, it's got I, better I this think, year. I, I think there's not really a lot you can do. You just have to just like talk about the games and just, I know that sounds dumb, but like, just don't make a thing about it. I like, just don't make a thing about like the Yas Queen stuff, just like talk about the game and get on with it. Yeah, which we but do. It, so a lot of the struggle as well, though, is like genuinely when the competition starts, you you don't know half of the players, like the new players. You haven't seen them play. It's hard to find any information. That already makes it tough. It does. And then yeah, I know a lot of this course isn't strong, but it's also come from not many games in the last couple of years. I think it's getting better. I do and. Like the who wanted it more. And I also hate the garbage things. Oh, she could play for the men's team. That's kind of starting to stop, which is good. But yeah, I think uh, the more the more NRLW that is played, I think the more it will stand on its own, which is good. Uh, Joe, Southwest Dragons felt like a win that, that pissed off South fans more than a loss. What was some yeah. of the most infuriating wins for the winning team you can remember? It's really 
tough to put me on the spot with it. Like, because it's like you kind of do try to forget it. Like, I won't remember the South Dragons game in like a year's mm-hmm. time. Like, I won't. But like, there's, there's ga- good teams. You have games like this every year. You do. Um, I'm trying mm-hmm. to think this year, like as a fan, like, um, I mean, there was a Leeds game where they beat Norwich 2-1. And it was just an absolutely shocking game. Not the one that was like two weeks ago. The one that was like back in like November. It was a terrible game. Like, it was so laborious. Um, I mean, the Ravens have a couple of those games where they play the Browns or something and they win by like three points and it's just like shit and hard to watch. Um, uh, but yeah, Souths will have more games like this. They always do. Um, I'm just trying to think off the top of my head games last year that I didn't enjoy watching. But I get because I guess because of the Landy's ball. I mean, obviously there was no contest, but I did enjoy just watching them put 50 on teams every week. So yeah, well, um, I've got one that doesn't, it has more implications than that for the Broncos. And it was in 2019, I really didn't mm-hmm. want them to make the finals. Right. Because like I could see Seabob was a fraud. It was going terribly. But they got that little, they had a little hot run and they made the finals. And I enjoyed the game, but they beat the Eels by one in round 24. And then they made the fucking finals. And all of a sudden, people were just, we just thought we were good. Because you make once you make the eight people just absolve you, you're good. And I fucking hated that. Made the finals and everything were good. And then we had to put up with Seabold bullshit for like half. Like we will finally realize I went to the next year, you suck by going, oh, but they made the finals last year. Yeah. Oh, actually, no. actually, I've got one from last year that I just remembered. Yeah. The game yeah. where Lachlan Lewis did a wrestling move on Cody Walker at halftime and we only just beat the Bulldogs. Oh, that's terrible. That was a terrible game. Oh, the when we like when we beat the Bulldogs and to think we avoided the spoon, then we got it anyway. Oh yeah, that was good. But that was a terrible game. That was like, a different thing. But it was like impl- what ended up happening was bad. What are the other wins I really hated? There haven't been many in the last year for Brisbane. So I'm looking at last year. You. I forget how much of a piss take last year was. Like we just won every week by like 50 points. It's so stupid. Yeah, it's so count. fucking stupid. Mark Nichols was the captain for one of those games. That was cool. Yeah. Oh yeah, and then, and then if we didn't make the finals that year, we beat Power in round 24, then lost 58 nil to them in the finals. If we didn't make it. That would never. I do happen. remember that. Mm. Terrible. Okay, uh, next question. Uh, Wayno says, the technique displayed by the security guard in the streak in the Titans ill game seemed very reminiscent of Steve Maddai. Do you agree? It's best to be signed immediately by the West Tigers coaching team. Uh, sign him up. Maybe. Mm. Uh, Jake Clifford error again. Edric Lee will make his long away to return to first grade next week. So this week. What minute of the game will Mitch Barnett someone to the field and elbow him in the head? <laughs> Mate, it was a natural reaction. It was surprised for Edric being there. It was a natural reaction to, to raise the elbow. Yeah. Uh, Morgs, who put us in less effort this season? The entire Tigers team? Matt Duffy or just Adokar Carr? Now he's been paid. I don't think Adokar's not trying. He's just stuck on the wing of a team that can't get him the ball. Yes. And, and also, I know that, like, like, I know you got good players go looking for the ball, but like, I don't know if he's being lazy. He's just kind of stuck. I mean, his thing was never like, okay, good players look for what they do, but like, Adokar, if there's ever a break, he'll be there. They're the star. They don't have any of those. Like he definitely popped. He, like you know, we know for the storm, he popped up all over the place, right? For them, but that's not going to happen at the at the Bulldogs, is it? <laughs> like I'm surprised I haven't tried him at fullback yet. I think that'll come eventually. But he had a good, first good moment in a Bulldogs jersey this week. Also, the one of the most predictable average signings of all time. Like he, yeah, like signing a big dollar winger when you're not good. It's never a good idea. And not Josh Okar is a great player, but there's. Wingers like him and Alex Johnson, those types of players, they're not going to transform a bad attack. They're going to be the guy that finishes off the attack but, on a good team. Exactly. If, even if, if like you Brian want to, Toa there, better yard, yeah, what's the difference? Yeah. Well, I mean, I was going to say a guy like Toa or Ravalar would probably have been more impactful than Adokar, but whatever. Yeah, but they still wouldn't be a good signing for a shot. No, team, you're probably you know? right. They'd be a better <laughs> they, signing. But yeah, but if they pay them a lot of money to go there and stand on the wing of a team that they don't score tries at. Yeah. yeah it's weird. And like he was, yeah, he's. Looked in a little better shape as the season's gone on, but that was always going to be a disaster. Yeah. Uh, Dufty's been terrible. Though, for a dude it's on his really, last really chance. bad. Oh. V8 Tiger, what's the best athlete of every sport you've seen at live? Ooh. For example, he's seen LeBron and he's seen Peyton Manning. Well, I've also seen Manning LeBron. <laughs> I've also seen LeBron and Peyton Manning, but um, I saw Ed Reed play, so he beats Peyton Manning, unfortunately. Yeah. Um, Aaron Rodgers, NFL for me. Yeah. Ray Lewis didn't play. He was injured when in 2012 when I saw the Ravens for the first time. But Ed Reed did mm. play. So I would say Ed Reed. But Peyton Manning would probably be second. Um, basketball, I saw LeBron score a triple-double. It was great. Um, yeah. Uh, I also saw Kevin Durant score 50. That was cool. Did um, you? That's, that is quite good. Yeah. 
yeah, it was still on the, it was on the Thunder at the time. We're up in the up in the nosebleeds, but it was still cool. Well, um, I didn't see like any good basketball teams when I was in America, so that was um that was that's not a shame. fun. Yeah, uh, the Cavs just like they just didn't play anywhere near where I was going or where I was for like an mm. entire month. I ne- I never saw LeBron on the Cavs lives, which sucks. Oh. They um like because I had to play I play I booked my trip before and I should have yeah. probably moved things, but I just didn't like an idiot. Yeah, like when and um, that does suck. Yeah, um, whatever. But I saw other uh, things. I saw the t- like the terrible Brooklyn Nets teams. So I also saw them. I got a Brooklyn Lopez jersey. Yeah. Um. But, uh, uh, which I think. Um. Uh, oh, I was. I mean, I was there when Robert Whitaker won the UFC title. So that's that's a good one, I think. Um. That, yeah, that's uh, not a um. Yeah, not a bad one. I mean, yeah. I'm trying to think what game was I there for. Um. Brooklyn. I was also I also saw the Bulls play when the Bulls suck. So that, I don't think I, I actually don't remember the M- NBA players I saw live that are that good because there was not any good ones, <laughs> you know. Um, so yeah, I what I got UFC, NFL, basketball. Oh, I saw I saw Cristiano Ronaldo play at the World Cup. Well, there you go. Portugal lost four nil. Thomas Muller scored a hat trick. It was great. Yeah. So I'm trying to think. I saw um. Okay, I might think it's maybe I saw the Wizards play the Nets, so like John Wall might be the best basketball player I've seen. That's that's terrible. I I mean I've seen I'm trying to think I, I, seen I haven't ones. seen Messi live. I've seen Xavi, Iniesta, Ronaldo, but not Messi. Um, for you, yeah, <laughs> thank you. You've got a bit of a better. Actually, I, I might have seen Jimmy Butler at uh, when I was at. I think Jimmy did play when I went to the. Um, I was blasted at the Bulls game. So. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> Um, I think I should play that. Uh, we've seen we've seen Grayson Waller wrestle, so that's that's a good one too. I w- have not seen him live. Oh, I was not well, there. No. So there you go. Told you to what come to those PWA shows. Now, now it's too late. Now it's too late. It is, but yeah. I can buy his rookie cards anyway. That's true. We're going to corner the market on those. It's going to be great. We are. So um, I did see. So I happened to catch Brooklyn. That was the thing. I catch. I got Brooklyn twice when I was in the. They okay. played. Um, same thing. I ca- caught. I, I saw. Who was it? The um, what do they call the Washington um, ice hockey team? The Capitals. Yes, I saw the Capitals twice as well. Like they were well, just good. Wait, no, I didn't. Well, at the time, I saw them play Chicago, and um, I didn't mean to catch them twice. I just happened to play it away at like two stadiums I went to, and then I cooked Brooklyn away and Brooklyn at home. But I did yep. see Jimmy Butler play and. Paul Gasol maybe counts, but I was I was toasted. I don't remember much of that. So how disappointing. I haven't got any great stories like yours, one guard. I'm sorry to hear that. Next time. Yeah, next time. Uh, well, yeah, I thought it would have, been over, would have been overseas in the last couple of years to improve on that list, but it hasn't happened. You'll get there. Oh, Ben. Where were you when Mitch Kenny scored his first NRL try? Fuck off, Ben. M- moving. Uh, Michael Darren, 79. Top five movie posters. I have not got an answer to that. Okay, so I'm just like, if you immediately just think of things that come to mind, like without... Looking at there, I go Jaws, Scarface, uh, Titanic, Fight Club, Back to the Future. They're all good. Now let me actually type it in and look it up. <laughs> um, I love the Back to the Future movie. Uh, all the Star Wars ones are great, mm. but um, that's a bit of a cop out. Um, yeah, Jaws is iconic, I think. Yeah, it is. Um, I mean- Scarface as well, I think, is yeah. Just there's like, a lot of iconic ones, but I don't know if I'd have a top five movie posters because they don't really matter anymore. Yeah, isn't that that's a bit? Yeah, but like they still because well, a lot of well, them are still cool. Well, they're not because right now, like generally, you know, movie posters or boards you see on Netflix, they're different everywhere, mate. They get cut and edited by Netflix as well. Like they just change. That's true. Um, like Pulp Fiction's a great one. Yeah, because iconic. Like, uh. Yes, you said Star Wars already. Uh, oh, is it? I think one of the good recent ones is like John Wick when there's like a hundred guns in his face. That's a good one. Yeah, it's a good one. Um, uh, I'm trying to think, like, just like because I love horror movies. I'm trying to think good horror movie ones. Think, um, I mean the 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 poster for Aliens pretty iconic. Like mm-hmm. whether it's, uh, it's you know it's got the um, no one can hear you scream or whatever it is. On the, in the yeah. middle of it, Songs of the well. Lambs. Right. Oh, that's, oh, that's a good one. That's a good one. Home Alone is pretty iconic. 
Yeah. Oh, um, back, uh, back to the Future. Not bad as well. With the I said that. Flight. Yeah, oh, that's did. one of my favorites. Did, yeah. I love Back to the Future. Yeah. Um, Jurassic Park's good. Yeah, that's a um, good call. I, I still mean, haven't that's... gotten. I still haven't gotten around to seeing the movie, but the Jungle Cruise movie poster was really good. I don't okay, Google. Jungle I haven't Cruise. seen it yet, but like. It had a, it reminded me of like old 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 movie posters in a, in a way. I, I haven't really seen the poster. It. Oh wait, yeah, I see that is a good movie poster. Yeah, I'll, I've been meaning to watch that for forever. I just haven't got around to it. Um, the Descent, if you remember that movie, had a really good movie. It's it, it the 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 Descent. poster's kind of more well known than the movie. I think it was like the these six women get trapped in a cave. They're shaped like a skull on the movie poster. It's really good. Um, yeah, it's a good poster. Um, oh, I've, I've done, we've done a lot. This, this is a lot. Um, it is. Um, yeah, thinking like Jurassic Park's a great one because it's so iconic. It doesn't really feel like a movie poster. Oh, The Godfather no, as well. Yeah. I think, but yeah, I, I reckon Jaws, Jaws or Scarface is number one, I think. Yeah, I think Jaws will be the, just because, like, one. How, we all had friends who had the fucking Scarface movie poster on their wall when we were teenagers. Oh, we the did. Scream movie poster? No, that's a good one. I'm not even including Ghostbusters because, like, the symbol itself is more iconic than the poster. Mm. I think. Yeah. I don't know. Um, we've done a lot. Dark Knight. Yeah, there's, there's more. Dark I can't Knight? nail the top five, I don't think. Did Dark Knight have a good movie poster? I don't remember. Me either. It's a, I, like, I, like, no, it's average. Okay. If I was going to say, if I don't remember it, it's probably not that good. No, you would remember it instantly. It's like the bat burning in the building. Behind oh, the yeah. Okay. Yeah, you're right. I do. Yeah. Um, yeah. All right. We, we did a lot. That was a lot. Yeah. Uh, V8 Tiger is Austin Reeves, the future of the Lakers. Oh, mate, you wait till they trade him for a superstar. Who was that white guy that did a reverse dunk yesterday? That's Austin Reeves. Got his was 40. that him? Okay. Yeah. No, it was Mc, uh, Mc something. Oh, Mc, sorry, Max McClung, whatever his name yeah, is, sorry, in that same is. game. Yeah. Um, six again, watch TV show intro do you watch every time? Oh, that's a good question. Because there's some that are just like... like Game of Thrones one is great, but I had to skip no. it because it's so long. It's like two minutes it's long. A, so you, it's a, you it's a top it. of the skip list. Yeah. After a couple of watches, yes. Um, the Wire had a fantastic opening thing. So did The Sopranos. Sopranos, um, yeah. You're not an anime guy, are you? But Death Note has no. a fantastic opening. Uh, um, Peacemaker, only one season, but that with John, uh, with, uh, John Cena. Great intro. Uh, that 70s show had a good one. It um, did. Uh, Malcolm in the Middle also. Oh. Fresh Prince and Malcolm because oh, you, you can jam to them as well. So it's like a song yeah. every time. Yeah. Um, Fresh Prince is probably number one now, now that you've said it. Yeah, I think so. Um, Cheers was good too. Yeah. Same reason. And, uh, and Soprano's same thing, a vibe to it as well. You know, you sit there vibing. There's other other intros that are great, but I wouldn't say they're like, you've got to watch them. So SpongeBob, there's another good one. Oh, good one. Simpsons of Simpsons and or Futurama. But then they, but they, but they're pretty they sure. cut the Simpsons one in half. So yeah. it doesn't count. Well, Futurama for you. Futurama one was good. Um <laughs> we don't like friends, but the song was pretty good. It, it was. I've uh, laughed at the next question, by the way, for you, Matthew Bungard. Airplane oh. seats, the trail will feel in eight weeks' time. Oh, don't Jake, Jake. I don't even I I didn't need to be told who asked it. Um <laughs> there he is. rude. Let your thick boy live his life. Yeah, he's just gonna <laughs> eat his KFC and have a, and just that's watch it. TV, and that's all right. Yeah. He'll be there uh, when we need him. There we go. Ben Queliata, Lomax, Crichton, Stags, and Graham have all been chucked up as replacements for Trell missing. Assuming he misses Origin One, mm-hmm. was Stags rinsing first? Fringe first grader Paul Memorial is going to weak enough to absolve the eighty-six errors he made this season and put him in the box seat for the Blues. Um, if I was ranking those four guys, I would go Crichton, Graham, Lomax, Stags. But I think Freddie will just pick Jack White ahead of all of them. Yes, but I also think they they've wanted to pick Stags for a while. I think if he has a couple of good games, is all he'll need. So we'll see. Um, but our Scrubs had a great theme song. Did it? Yeah. Uh, and Justin asked, the number six jersey of the magical properties that can unlock a player's running game? It does, mate. It, it, every few years is a player that's going to unlock going there. It happens at Origin too, mate. If you just move into, you know, Mitch Pierce, remember, if you moved him to six, just engage his running game. Yeah. Bizarre. Eddie NZ, if PVL woke up tomorrow and declared the rest of the season we played with unlimited interchanges, who would benefit the most? Unlimited interchanges. Um. Who's big beefy? Like I feel, like, I still feel like the Storm would benefit a lot. Like if you if you rotate Nas a hundred times, Fafita, Fafita rotate him in yeah. defense. Uh, 
Scott Drinkwater's career would be would, would flourish if he just played offense. That'd be if imagine not, that you just have specialist defensive players on your bench. You bring them on <laughs> just to tackle. Yeah. Well, back in the fatigue era, Bunga, they had unlimited other changes. <laughs> and it wasn't the fatigue era, <laughs> but uh, that was that was uh, part of that. I actually don't know. Like, you know, in the nineties, right? The Broncos just killed it with unlimited changes, but we just thought they were good players. It's just good players were well, having the entire Australian team does help. Yeah, but like also they got to stay fresh a lot. Like yeah, I mean, then the grand finals when you rewatch them and you pay attention to like the inner changes, you see like guys at Webkey goes off like seven times. Mm. It's like yeah, it's good. Uh, next question comes from Justin again. After claiming he wanted to bring back the little man, why is Albert Kelly being suspended by PVL for acting like every little man on the piss and being a drunk irritant? <laughs> Dude, um, uh, I mean, I don't care one bit about Kelly's suspension, but Payne Haas is my God. It is a funny question, though. It is. Pay, pay, Albert Kelly getting suspended is fine. Payne Haas being suspended is ridiculous. Yes. For uh, pushing someone. Like, it's one of those things that I don't understand. Like, okay. I'm not saying I'm some dude who had a lot of drunk stinks, but there's been occasions where we've had things with someone like, you know, if someone is stepping on your shoes repeatedly when they're pissed, a pissed person, sometimes there's only one way to deal with that. They're not going to be, you yeah. can't tell them to stop. And again, I don't care, care about issues or not. Someone jumping on your feet is them trying to piss you off. And you can't get the hose. You deserve. That's it. There's a couple of red dragons climbing that fence, but you get the hose out. There's not, you, you can't deal with them with words. That's <laughs> it. Can't, that can't be reasoned with. Like Albert Kelly couldn't be at that time. Last question. Mario Siegs. Uh, if you were to bring back old soundbites, educate newer listeners on the good old days, which would be the first three you chose? Well, from the, the podcast, I mean, sound, so you don't want intros or you don't want news or questions. You know, like stuff he does he mean sound bites as in like drops or just stuff yeah. we said? Things sound, I don't know. I think it's stuff we said. Because like, remember sometimes, yeah. you know, every now and again, yeah. we'll get asked the same question that we've been asked. Like, I and now obviously I can't remember one off the top of my head, but like, uh-huh. we'll get asked things we've been asked like five or six times before. Yeah. Yeah. Um, okay. So it means soundbite. Okay. Well, mine there's no be, way we're going to be able to answer this. No, I've got one. Oh. Definitely. Uh, the question we were asked by your dragon supporting mate, who now I've forgotten his name. Great for me. Asked about watching a game or family events. Oh yes, yeah, Pat family. Lawrence. Family and then, is yeah. temporary. <laughs> yeah, prim- <laughs> family is temporary. Family is forever. That's one yeah. of the things I'd say if that's, you want the vibe of the that's, show. That's that's a fair. Them. That's a good one. Um, uh, I remember with, with Campo, there was another episode. Again, these are the things I said. Great, but it was like something talking about children again and family. And I just remember saying uh, my ABCs were TRYs, and that stuck yep, with the people as well. That's good. Uh, I can't remember. May, anything. I don't know. Maybe our first rules attacking podcast. There'd be sound clips from that. It's good. Last year, like yeah, or the year before. That was a really like, good podcast. Round four last year is a good one. Before that was some good ones. Um, I'm trying to think what else we had some good um, instant post reaction ones like yeah, post origins, post South wins or losses. There's some good stuff in those just to get the the general give a shit vibe. <laughs> oh, what other good moments have you had? Good um. George picking Tepo Maroa in his draft. I mean, that's iconic, but that happened like a month ago. I know, Italy offseason. They're old, and he wants old stuff, eh? Mate, he said it gets harder back then to think of the soundbites. I really the- I really do wish we had the AFL Boom Rookies footage, but we don't know how to get it back. No, I have it. I have that. You said you didn't have it. No, I have it. I have everything. Oh. I'm pretty certain I do. Like, I have an old hard drive. I'm pretty certain I have it all. Like, okay. Well, yeah, that's a that good one. Um, yeah, definitely re-listen to that. I definitely have that somewhere. I'm trying to think early episodes again. I was sitting here thinking it's terrible. It's the last I don't think people, like, I, I appreciate the OG listeners, but we kind of sucked at this for quite a while. We did, but also fans are better at telling us this than we are at telling them that. That is also true. Because sometimes we'll finish an episode and I'll go, mm, oh, what's happened? don't know about that one. Or mm, we went on a bit long there <laughs> or whatever. And the people are like, what's best episode here? of the month. You like, which, uh, what? Well, Wayne has just messaged and said that both me and George Clark were quoted in the same article. So the go. podcast. Clarkie's in a roll column. column. You yes, were Clark- the same me one. and Clarkie's in a roll column, correct? That's good. That's I'm going to guess it's the, uh, I'm going to guess it's about the Bulldogs. It is. I was correct. Yeah. I don't know what else it'd be about. Um, Tepai Morale. 
if I'm right. <laughs> Someone um, has gone to the archives. But yeah, like, I, I remember, I think uh, M. Sprouster, for example, you know, not trying to make it all about M, but I think she's in the past when this has come up, she's like given us good answers, for example, because she's been yeah. listening for a long time. And the, the as you said, Bungard, the first pod sucked for the first like year. We yeah, suck. they're pretty bad. Um, The thing you, the tribute you gave to Joan Alomo is really good, but it has nothing to do with rugby league. So it doesn't really yeah. fit into this. Yeah, that, that was, was good. And uh, we, we probably could have done a good warning tribute, but mate, there's a million of those. I mean, I wrote, about I wrote, you I wrote, wrote a great two one. really good. We were going tributes, to podcast so. at a spot. We just couldn't get. We were, mate. Well, look, time. I mean, I worked till what? 7am that morning yeah. and then got three hours sleep and went back to work again. Like, I was knackered. But I was, and I think you were out, you were looking at houses or some shit and yeah. Campo was also at work. We just couldn't get our, couldn't get our shit together on the day. And then by the time it was like Sunday or Monday, we were like, ah, oh, the moment's probably passed. And I'm, yeah, yeah it, it probably happened at that point. Yeah, yeah I, like, I like things that we do that like, so the warning one, right? At that point, you could get that elsewhere, you know? And, and the like- thing is, right, and I don't know if this is true for you, but I mean, also, well, okay. The the first thing I read out warning, I wrote, I, I probably wrote the first obituary in the world for Shane Wong because I wrote it at four in the morning, like 20 minutes after mm-hmm. it had been confirmed that he died because I was at work and I couldn't sleep. But like, I think personally i have the best opinions or words on things when i have not had mm-hmm. when i've not consumed any other content on that issue if you get what i'm saying because a yeah. lot of the time like you don't do it on purpose but you will just by osmosis accidentally absorb other people's like i've read things that other people have written and i'm like oh, i told this person about this and they've they've take they've just absorb what I said and written it like, and that's, that's fine. And I've probably done the same in reverse to other people. But like, for example, I remember I was going to write a thing about um, why Moneyball was dumb for work. And Campo said to me, Oh, you should read this guy's thing on Moneyball. It's really good. And I said, no, because if I read that, because that's about, AF- it was about AFL Moneyball. So it had nothing to do with what I was going to talk about. And I was like, no, yeah. I can't. Cause if I read that, and it's, even if it's really good, what will happen is in two or three days time, when I go to write my thing, some of the stuff I read in that will be in my brain and I will blurt it out as like my own thing. And so with Warren, by the time we would have talked about it three or four days later, that would have happened. Like, obviously I, w- I wrote a lot of things from the heart the moment it happened and those things would have mm-hmm. held true. But there was definitely also things that you and me and, and, and Campo would have read or heard from other people that we would have then just absorbed. And of course, and mate, memories you'd, you hadn't remembered at the time. That's when I, was, I remember yeah. this gang. Like, oh, fuck, I do remember that. And now it means something to you. Yeah, 100%, yeah. man. That's that's why the things I remember is all that you mentioned the Jonah thing. It's like, yeah, that was my experience. Yeah. Personal stories from me. That's why what that was good for the podcast. Is, what was I can't remember the exact episode. What year was that? 2017? Oh, I don't remember now. People, well, you should if you knew a listener to the show, uh well actually, I mean, just if you look up what day Jonah Lomu died Jeez, no, I don't know if you'd find it, mate. It's it's oh, longer ago than you'd think. November 2015. Really? Your first year of the podcast. Yeah, I, cry, I cried on air. Wow. No, well, there you go. No, I know that, but like, yeah. wow, that long ago. Fuck you me. won't be able to find that if you scrub. Uh, never mind. Ignore everything I said. I thought it was way more recent than that. Anyway. Yeah, our first like, good. 100 episodes got scrubbed by our old, old provider. Yeah, because our old thing was a free provider. and it. Uh, it no, we paid for it. No, we paid for it. Well, yeah. I mean, no, I, I paid for it, but I thought I only started paying for it like halfway through. No, we paid I thought for we had it. A free- I was paying for the start. Oh, all right. Yeah. Um, and then, uh, yeah, it doesn't matter. They still cut off after, after, 100. after the hundred, but yeah. So the re yeah, that's the reason we didn't do a warn thing. Um, mm-hmm. and that's why I think bonus pods, emergency pods work so well is because we see something happen and then we talk about it straight away and we don't have our minds tainted by reading and absorbing what other people have. Well, written and, 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 and the other things of like the good on the program again, like the rule stuff is like that because a lot of it, you know, for myself, anyway, the things I've been good at in that is that I'll go do research that I have, like I've done it. It's my research. It's my, my numbers. And if someone else has done it, I don't care. I did it all on my own. And then I did it. And we went to the podcast. I like that. And the other one, like, okay, when, when the dragon, I love Ben Hunt defending all the time, but when the dragons got knocked out of the comp, <laughs> And I went back and watched the wide angle. Ran it on the last. Yeah, yeah, everyone is defending Ben Hunt, and then then you watch the set. It's like he fucked up. It's okay to me. He fucked up. Yeah, that was yeah. That one. We won that game. That was a good day. Yeah, I don't know. It's been it's been. I don't know. I'm trying to think of the sound bites. We haven't really nailed it down to enough small things. And I think listeners can answer that better. They can. can. We need we need a um we need a we need a producer mate. You know that radio shows with like you know. If someone would like to do the, the worst part of the podcasting that. job, but for free, for free, message us and also produce a greatest hits episode. Yeah, message <laughs> us, please. 
for free for free yeah. or well, yeah we're not paying you no, no, no we'll, we'll do something we'll give you something for free in return there you go. uh we'll give you some of our new nft line that's coming out <laughs> i'll give you an exclusive one of one mate they're all one of one one of one it's just a photo of link i send i email them there it's not go. worth anything yeah, one of one <laughs> it's it's worth it someone to pay for it like i mean nft it's got lot, it could have would lots you of like value. to buy yeah. my photo of link mitch no i oh. probably have lots of those for free you, you probably do that is true if you could put it on some form of a blocked chain okay i mean he, i could have a photo of him on a leash does that count mm. you could oh okay. good good podcast last year when you guys lost adam reynolds there's a good bonus one i was sad when that happened you were mm. anyway i think that's enough of that of the reminiscing of when the podcast yeah. was good oh uh no i, I, I do like other good ones eating chocolate and annoying people those are I all mean, good sound bites. Go listen. We should yes. cut that up for an hour. Of this. Oh, for fuck's sake. No. Good <laughs> Lord. That's good. <laughs> Woke B League Mastication. That's what we Woke used to B do. Woke B League Mastication. There's the, pod, there's the name for this week's episode. <laughs> um, is that all the questions? That is. Did you see that uh, that like junior F1 driver today do a Nazi salute when he won a race? No. <laughs> Who? What? So there's a Russian driver who's competing under the Italian flag because Russia's banned from this stuff in the European Junior Karting Tour. He won and then did a Nazi salute on the podium and then laughed like a fucking evil maniac for like 15 seconds. Oh, and he's Aryan as well. It's very unnerving. And like, yeah, he got, he's already been fired by this team. And he, and he apologized like, for it. He's like cackling on the stage. It's, it's quite unsettling. Anyway. What I always find funny about these teams is like, Oh, he! What the, oh, he is! Oh my god! He yeah, really it's, it's weird. That. It's very unnerving, isn't it? Yes, the 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 sleep was like weird, but then the way he laughed is very strange. Uh, but I always found it weird. With like, I used to always wonder, like, how do you end up driving like F ones when you can't drive on the road? Like those guys can't legally drive on roads, but they can drive race cars. I yeah. don't know. But answer that one, Vlanders, if you dare. Okay, that's it. Podcast done. We're, we're out of here, aren't we? All right. Excellent. We did it. We came to the end of another episode of an Urban Rookies. Um, uh, enjoy the weekend of footy. We will be back mm-hmm. next week. Um, have a good Easter as well, I guess, uh, for those who celebrate. Uh, I mean, everyone eats, everyone celebrates, I guess. But, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. Uh, yeah, just, you know, do, do your best. Have a good time. Say goodbye, Mitchell. Goodbye, Mitchell. And it's goodbye from it.